Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. Hey guys, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. Happy Halloween. That's right. October 31st. October 31st. This episode comes out. This is episode number 399. What do you... Let's just quickly digress. What do you think of Halloween as a, as a holiday? Is it one of your favorites? Is it high on the list? Is it low on the it's, list? It uh, goes Thanksgiving, then Halloween. Okay. For me. So this is a big season for you. It's huge. Fall is huge. Yeah. When we get into Christmas, you lose me. I just can't take You're it. You're gone. I'm gone. He's gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, with that said, welcome to the show. I'm Frank. Has Mike with here? Have Mike here with me as always. And guys, if you're new to the show, make sure you subscribe. Uh, we are not professional golfers. We're not instructors. We're just two guys who love learning this game. And anything we learn, we try to talk about here on the show. And speaking of which, in a little bit here, and and actually, it's it's a good segue because thinking halloween especially here in the northeast we're thinking that golf season is starting to wind down yeah, i think that's the only thing i don't like about this mm-hmm. season is the golf season starting to wind down but something we learned not too long ago from working with kevin sprecker and it was a little mind shift for me where he said we have to start thinking of it more as an asset than something that's, that's holding us back we think about these other areas and you might be one of the people who's fortunate enough to live in a place like it's warm like california or florida where you can play year round and we think we're at a deficit here because we've got a couple months that we can't play golf but what he said was it actually works out well because you have a space to work on the things that you need to improve he's like nobody wants to be making changes to their golf game in the middle of the season and sometimes when you can play all year round there's no like defining break where you can say this is where i'm going to work on these things so Sometimes it's just a little bit of a shift. It's a in good mentality. way to look at it. It is. I think, and, and that really helped change my mm-hmm. mindset for it when he said that. But what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about ways that you can practice your putting at home. So this will apply to people who are, are stuck indoors for a couple months, but it's going to apply to everybody because there are going to be those evenings, you know, when you can work on it. Any other time you're not on the golf course, I think the good thing about putting is that it's the one thing that you can really practice well at home. You know, there's a lot of shots we can't hit at home. Maybe you've got a net. Maybe you've got things like that. But being that about, what is it, they say 40% of your strokes are, are putting or yeah. something like that, mm-hmm. it, it just shows it's an area that needs the practice and the good news is there are things that you can work on at home. Now, the, you're never going to be able to substitute a real, you know, practice putting surface at the golf course. I always say when you ever you can get to one and, and work there, do it. But there are certain things that you can put that time in and grind at home. And uh, for all of us who are strapped for time, it, it's a refreshing to hear. Well, we're going to see it here that there's a lot of training. There's a lot of great stuff out there that allows us to do this at home now. Yes. You know, very affordable. So there's no excuses. There's almost, you yeah. Know, some of on. this stuff is, is essentially free. If you got your putter and your ball, we're right, going to show exactly. you some ways that you can you can do it. So, yeah. So no excuses. It's time to work on it and get it better. Um, also, a quick announcement. Um, we have a, a meetup that's just going to be in a couple days here. It's Easter, yeah, right? Yeah, I mentioned this in the last episode. Just want to harp on it one more time because it is in a few days, it being October 31st today. We are uh, meeting at Zstrict in Stamford, Connecticut at Chelsea Piers. We did a meetup there last November, actually 2020. It was fun. We had a lot of fun, and we're doing it this Wednesday the 3rd, 6.30 p.m. Come down to Zstrict. We're going to be there. We're going to be hanging out. There's going to be a live tournament. They're kicking off, actually, their winter tournament uh, with us that night, and we're going to be playing in it. You guys can come and play in it. They have prizes. It's a cool spot. Yeah. It really is. They're going to have six bays open for just like fun games, challenges. You can win some prizes. Six bays for the tournament. Light food, drink. 
drinks, things like that. And we're just going to be kicking it. We're not going to be doing a pod or anything. So we're going to be hanging out with you guys and playing along. Yeah. And, and make sure you do pre-register yep. because they are going to be doing all the safety protocols. There will be a little bit of a limitation on space. Um, so if you just, I don't want anyone to just show up that night and get turned away. So if it is at capacity, you might get turned away. So make sure you register. Um, if you are coming, whether you're playing or not, get registered, even if you're coming just to have a drink, uh, so that that way you make sure you get your spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we had a lot of fun last time we did this last year. So building on that, um, I'm excited for this one. I always love these, these, these meetups and these get togethers. Yeah. It should be fun. Yeah. And speaking of which a virtual get together, we recently launched our brand new clubhouse you can go to golfacy.com slash clubhouse to join it is a private forum a private messaging uh forum where you can come in and we can talk we have all different topics in there everything from pga tour to instruction and then the golfacy clubhouse it's, it's a great way for us to interact a lot of times speaking of the podcast we can drop something in there note like what do you guys want us to talk about on the podcast is there something you're struggling with is there something that you know is a drill that you recently discovered that really helped it's a it's just a real way that we can kind of all chat in a like I said in a private messaging forum and it's just a lot of fun we yeah, just have a lot of fun with it we love giving a little bit of behind the scenes stuff mm -hmm. in there um, so it is a brand new forum on leveler uh, you can go to golfacy.com slash clubhouse to join that I'm excited about and it and like I like I like to say is you know for a cup of coffee a month you can help support all of this content that we make for you guys and we love doing it and we love you guys for supporting it so thank you no doubt about it and you guys are the big reason why we do what we do um, all right Mike, what do you say? Let's do a quick ad break, and then we're going to start to talk about some of these different... We've got five different ways ah, that you can work okay. on your putting at home. All right, let's do it. The all-new Titleist Pro V1 and Pro V1X features longer distance, softer feel, and increased control. Always bring your best. Frank, we went through a ball fitting this past January now, almost about 10 months ago, uh, when these new balls launched. We learned so much about our golf game and about the right ball for our game. And let me quickly just run through the specs. These new golf balls, both the Pro V1 and the Pro V1X, they've been completely reimagined from core to cover uh, with new aerodynamics, cover, casing layer, and even core technologies. These balls offer longer distance, softer feel, and even more greenside spinning control. We're all after that as amateurs. We're always seeing these guys on TV dropping it, stopping it, spinning it, and we're starting to get that in our game, and it's like awesome. It's awesome to have that because we know we're playing the right ball. And I'll give you a quick difference of the two. The Pro V1X delivers long game spin and higher trajectory. That's what I play. Frank plays that Pro V1 with that low long game spin with a more penetrating trajectory. So you got to feel it for yourself. Go get a ball fitting if you haven't. Try the all new Pro V1 and Pro V1X, the next level of total performance. Always bring your best. Yeah, and I also want to thank FootJoy. The all-new Hyperflex from FootJoy is tuned for golf with every detail designed and developed with the golfer in mind. And it starts from the top. They look awesome. We recently were wearing them on our Vermont series. They are. I've said this. If you follow us on social, you know you've heard me say it. They're my favorite shoe right now. The Just the blend between comfort and performance. It's everything. Uh, that mesh material, the upper, it provides the, uh, the great fit that you know really fits your foot. It's fully waterproof. Uh, the all-new Rapid Fit system, which I love too. I love the rapid fit in, yeah, it's in, pretty, in cool. pretty much all of mm -hmm. them. I try to get the rapid fit in there. It just wraps your foot in that complete security. It's incredible comfort. The Stratofoam insole, it's coupled with that OptiFlex outsole on the shoe, helps you move. Your foot moves really in unison. So whether you're walking, you're swinging, uh, it, you know that you can rely on it. And we all we talk about it here on the podcast. A nice stable base is what that swing is dependent on. And anybody who know, who's ever had a 
a slip or something like that knows that without that oh, yeah. traction, mm-hmm. you can't get that swing speed that you want. So they're available now in the Lace and the new Rapid Fit system, which you guys got to give a look to that Rapid Fit. You can shop them now at footjoy.com. And we also want to thank ShotScope. If you're in the market for a new GPS or a rangefinder device, I know the holiday seasons is coming up. That's right. So maybe mm-hmm. you're treating yourself. <laughs> maybe it's that golfer in your life. You really cannot beat what ShotScope has to offer. First of all, the Pro L1 laser rangefinder. Uh, so impressed with this thing. So much tech, pro, uh, you know, packed into it. Slope technology that it, you know it fires pins. You know you can rely on it. It's been rock solid for us. We've been using it for the entire season, and it's all packed in there for a price point around two hundred bucks, which is yeah, unbeatable. Um, also, checking out the G3 watch is the GPS only version of their watch. So all of that GPS technology that that ShotScope has been building over the last couple of years. You get it all on the watch. No subscription fees. It's a one-time buy, 179 bucks. I do not think that there is a better bang for your buck GPS watch on the market than the G3. And when you're ready to level it up, and also do that stat tracking, which you hear us talk about here on the podcast almost every week. That's time to go for the V3. For only 219 bucks, you're going to get all of the GPS that you get in the G3, but you're also going to be able to track every shot out there. There's these little tags that go on your clubs. It talks to the watch, and it in, with GPS, it logs every shot that you take out there. You can go back. You can look at your statistics for your round. You can see where you want to improve, and it's cool. It comes in some new colors. They got teal, red, gray, black, so much to, to check out. So make sure you guys go to shotscope.com slash golficity to check them out. Like I said, maybe it's a treat yourself to a little gift this, this upcoming holiday season. Yeah, sounds good, man. All right. So listen, before we move on, I, I just got to talk about this because it, it could be really relevant to a lot of our listeners. And I don't know, maybe I'll just call this like Mike's mental game corner for a second. Okay. <laughs> I think it needs a jingle. Yeah. Like we need a jingle for this because um, I want to know, I just want to dissect this real quick. We'll put like two or three minutes into this because we played Patriot Hills the other day and, and you were humming and you hit a ball in the middle of the fairway and we lost it. Yeah. We couldn't find it. Nothing and we, makes me more frustrated. Right. And we knew that the ah. ball went in the fairway. We saw the ball hit the fairway and we went down there and we looked for like 10 minutes and we couldn't find it. And the point of this is that after that, your game kind of just went off the rails. Yeah. For at least I mean, talk me through holes, this because why? Like, how can that knock you off? I mean, like, this could be a pretty helpful tip because it happens to the, a lot of us. So the smallest thing happens and then five holes are blown up. Yeah, it's just because I think anything that takes me out of that concentration, and I've been working on this, and we talk about it on the podcast a lot, talk about things like a pre-shot routine or or mm. we've said before that, uh, and this is something, again, we talk about we're not being pros and we have things to work on. I think the hardest thing for us is we think that we need to maintain focus for four hours. And anybody who's ever tried to do that, they know it's it's tough, right? Right, especially with the distractions. You're out there, you're having fun, you're playing with buddies. In our case, you're filming. You you're know, filming, right. you're trying to do all that. Mm-hmm. So I think the art is finding ways to snap in and out of that focus and yeah. using like the the what do you call it as a trigger using the the pre shot routine. And sometimes I just forget about that and I get away from it. But in this case, I think it's because I was pl- in, I was playing so well, and I in a way I can kind of resign myself to you know, not kicking myself too hard mm-hmm. if I lose a ball because of a bad shot. Right. Yep. But that I makes feel sense. like when I hit a great shot and now I'm just, it's almost like that's what it was. It's a similar to like, you can't, you, you're, you're trying to get out of the house and you can't find your car keys. Yeah. And you know, you put exactly. them on the table, 
They're not there. Like, yep. where are they? That's, That's the type of thing yeah. that drives me crazy. So I'm like, we, we looked at it. The ball was, it actually hit the middle of the fairway and there was a sloping left fairway and it was rolling and there was a, there was a drain pipe there, but it was covered. We're like, did it go in the yeah. drain pipe? Where did it go? Right. It, at, it even drove me mad afterwards in, in the edit going back to the, the camera. Yeah. It was a drive. It was too far away to see where it stopped. But I'm like, I know the ball is here. Yeah, we knew it went there and it kind of snapped you out. So I like that key analogy because then in that same analogy, you had to take the spare key that day and continue right. on with your and day. And now your whole day's thrown off. And now off. your whole day's thrown off. Yeah, because so you're driving around your spare you're key. With your and the spare. whole time you're thinking, where are my keys? Exactly. So that's what I mean. I'm like, mm. I, I, instead of I think what my fault was there is instead of putting my full attention onto then executing that next shot, it was more so me saying like, in my mind, I was still thinking like, where is that ball? Yeah. How so is that ball right not sitting right here? Got to have that short memory snap out of it. The pre-shot routine can help. It was wild. Try to too, regain focus. Again. It was even it was wet. The fairway we were playing early in the morning and there was even the dew, the dew line, line. Yeah. of where the ball rolled. Yeah, the it, ball was, was, it was teasing us. Uh, Ultimately, I think it might have just been confusion. Maybe someone from another hole picked could it up. Could have been. It could have been because down we were so elevated down in those valleys. There's so many golfers. It could have been somebody could have just grabbed it. But yeah, but I think that's it. And I think that there's something to learn from everything. And one thing for me to learn and to go back and replay in my mind is to say I got to find a way to put it aside. That's it. Because I can tell you right now on that next shot, I was still just thinking about where where's my ball. Right. Yeah, you the were knocked keys. off for like maybe gonna... three three holes before yeah. you kind of got and back on I the tracks. Like, yep. But I was I was steaming from it because yeah. it was just like I'll right. lose a ball like ah, oh, I made a mental error and I hit the ball in the woods. Yeah. But when it's just like I was celebrating that drive on the on the tee yeah, box. It was, like, a great yeah, drive. it was a great drive. And all of a sudden it's like, where is it? Yeah. It's exactly. gone. And that's it for Mike's Mental Corner. Mike's Mental, Mike's mental corner. corner. Well, all right. Yeah. But that, hey, there's something, always something to learn from those well, things. Well, now I know what I need to do when we play heads up. Now you gotta just tell yeah, just go with Go Pay someone to jump out and take your ball. Yes, it's like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> happy Gilmore. Yeah, go Love take it. my golf ball. Anyway, so let's talk about practicing that putting at home. And if you guys watch you know, our videos, you know an area where I've struggled is putting. I feel like I'm getting better. I'm applying some of the techniques in here. But I think one thing is to set expectations. And it's not going to happen in one session. No, it's I mean, like, it's difficult. It is. You got to put this. Every putting green is different. It, it absolutely is. And even when you practice, mm-hmm. you may feel like I've done this before. I practice a little bit and I feel on the next round. I'm like, oh, feel a little more confident, mm-hmm. right? But that we all know a couple of missed putts of one or two bad lag putts and that confidence can wane again. It's about structuring these things that we're talking about here into some sort of regular practice routine. So that might be that you say, hey, uh, once a week, I put a half hour into this or whatever. It's just not expecting a miracle from doing it once. But the good news is everything we're going to talk about here are things that you can make habitual. You can put into your game, your 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 routine and do often. And the nice part is none of these take very long. You mm. can squeeze them into those little moments because you're incredibly busy. I'm incredibly busy. You know, between work and having young kids at home, you know, when you're home, everything's yeah. filled with, with tending to your kids until they go to bed. Your day. I always say the hardest part of the day is like 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's yeah. the toughest job of the day, Between, right? you know, feeding them, bathing right. them, making sure they're ready for school the next day. You know, young kids take a lot of work. But there is something in here that we're going to mention where you might be able to involve them. Mm. And then there. And now we're talking. Exactly. So now you're, you, you, there's different ways you can do it. But let's, let's start at the top. Let's start with the very first one. And this is something that can often get overlooked. And it's just working on getting comfortable with your grip. And I especially highlight this for anybody who's made a grip change. We know with putting, there are more grip options than there are in any other area of the game. 
You know, there's got to be about 10 different grips yeah, that you easily. can use. Mm-hmm. And people make changes. I don't think you should be changing it too often. But if you've worked with a coach and they've suggested a new change, this is a big time to do this. But it's also important to just set aside time to just work on the grip. And you can do this with other clubs too. But I, I mean, we're focusing on putting today. But one thing that can happen is when you're actually out there playing, you start to tense up more. You start to think about other things in the grip. You know, the grip doesn't get its full attention because you're thinking about the putt. You're thinking about the stroke. You're thinking about like this, like, things like that. So here we're taking the stroke completely out of it. Mm-hmm. And we're just saying getting very comfortable with that grip. Just having your putter around, you know, the only, the only caveat, the only problem with having your putter around is we've both done this. If it's not in the bag, we've forgotten it. We've forgotten it. You know? I, I used yours in a whole video. I remember because sometimes I will do the same. I'll take my putter out and put it in my living room so it's there and I can just pick it up and work on something. And then sometimes you grab the bag and yeah, exactly. Don't don't make that mistake. There's Frank's mental error corner. Yep. But anyway, (laughs) right. What I'll do is you just take the take the putter and just get really comfortable with that. So you get to the point where that grip is automatic. But here's where you can really kind of think about the grip. You can think about things like grip pressure. How am I holding it? Too tight? Too loose? You know, that's when you can work on it because, you, when, again, these are things that you're not necessarily thinking about as much when you're actually out there playing. So putting the mental time into it when you're just around. You don't even have to take a stroke. You're just picking up the putter and just getting used to it. And we've done whole episodes on putting grip pressure. I'm sure we're going to kind of revisit it. But there's a sweet spot there. Mm-hmm. You know, we all think about holding, we all hold it too tight, right? Like you, you get tense over a putt and you squeeze it too tight and then some issues can happen there. But I was like the other way. I was holding it too loosely. I'd done a playing lesson with Kevin Sprecker and he's watching me and he's like, how tight are you holding that? I'm thinking, I got the right answer to impress. And I'm like, I'm holding this thing loose as a baby bird, buddy. Right. And he's like, yeah, you're holding it too loose. And, like, <laughs> and when you hold it too loose, it was starting to kind of like move around a little bit too much in the hands. Oh, I didn't okay. have as much control over the face. So now I work on that sweet spot of maintaining a light grip pressure, but not too light. So it's something you can just get very comfortable with so that it becomes second nature when you actually grab that putter on the course. Yeah, that makes sense. And of course, nowadays they're making all different kinds of size of grips to yes. kind of help you with feel, yep. which is interesting. And that could be something else that could lead you to a fitting just to get a grip fitting on a putter could could actually change things for you, right? believe it or not. Yeah. And it can, like I said, it can be very hard to focus on this when you're actually out there. Mm-hmm. So just working on it, even without a ball and just kind of like going through your stroke and seeing is that grip doing what it needs to do, you know, making sure that you have control over that club face, but it's not too tight, too rigid that, you know, a good place to know it and, and you'll start to feel it like in the forearms and stuff when you're, you're putting too much pressure, you start to feel like that pressure going up the arms and that tension. And that's the stuff that you want to make sure that you kind of avoid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that you can do is really work on your starting line. So now we may not all have, you know, areas where we can hit long putts at home or, you know, maybe it's just a carpet or whatever it is. It's not, it's not a true putting surface, which we'll talk about more in a second. But one thing we can work on is nailing down that, that starting line. So if you think about it, when you're out there on the course and you're making a putt, no matter, you know, whatever it is, like the read, all that stuff comes into play, the speed. But if you can't get that putt rolling on the line that you intend it to, you're right off the bat, you're in trouble. Yeah. Right. Those first three feet or so are just so key. Mm-hmm. So a good drill that you can do is just work on that first three feet or so. I love that. And and mm-hmm. I, it was actually a, a coach of mine who had turned me on to this years ago. Um, 
going out and getting a yard stick and you know it's a yard long it's usually about an inch and a half wide piece of wood mm -hmm. and he would just have us set the ball down and just work on rolling it off the other end you know try to try to make it go down the whole yard stick that. yep and it would just be like getting that ball to start on line so now when you're out there you read the green you pick your line second step is to roll it on that line mm -hmm. and if you notice really quick that you're starting to roll it offline that's a whole different thing another thing you we have often is like uh, a lot of the the putting mats out there will have the lines built in right and so again we're taking all this other stuff out of play for a minute we're not thinking about break we're not thinking about it. we're just thinking about our first three feet just rolling it online and boy this will also help you knocking in those short ones yeah you lord know? knows we've left a lot of those out there yeah and how much <laughs> of that is because you didn't get that ball rolling online. Right. So it, it's something that it really, we talked about cost earlier. Mm -hmm. It costs almost nothing. You know what I mean? You can just have it where you're just picking up a couple of golf balls, throwing them down on the carpet, something to simulate some sort of line, and then just making sure that you're you're rolling it online time after time. Um, you can do, you know, you can set up a target. Uh, you want to go really cheap. Well, this will cost you about 10 cents. Throw a dime about a foot out. And just roll it over that dime over and over again, and yeah. just making sure that each time you're 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 getting it right off that that you know center club face, so it's just rolling straight where you want it to roll, and it'll quickly diagnose some issues with a, a club face issues with that putter if it's closed or open. If you notice that dime is a foot away and I can't roll over it, yeah, like automatic, you know something's wrong. Yeah, you're pushing it. It's going to tell you a lot. It. It'll tell you a lot about your putting stroke. Right. So, and, and, and trust me, it, you get a lot of confidence in your stroke when you start to realize I can start that ball right where I want it to mm -hmm. go online over and over again. So that's an important one. Number three, how about this? Have you seen this before? Feeling it. Got to feel that I've stroke. never tried this. Have you tried this? No. Putting with your eyes closed? Nope. It makes me think of like Caddyshack or something. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> right, something like kind of mm -hmm. wild. All of a sudden, like your wife sees you in the in the living room blindfolded, blindfolded. with your putter and she's like, what's up? Yeah, you know, like, what is this something about? Like, you don't have to mm -hmm. really go that far. You don't have to blindfold yourself. But you'd be surprised how much you can learn about your putting stroke by just doing it with feel, mm -hmm. you know, and, and just start to feel what a good stroke feels like. Feel what good, you know, face contact. I almost don't want to say center face because, you know, different putters have slightly different sweet spots i right. get it whatever but you know just kind of like getting a feel for it and being able to putt with your eyes closed i feel like you should be able to putt with your eyes closed if you know where you want to hit the ball you have that three foot where you want to start it yeah and you know the stroke you want to put on it i feel like it's a this is great to practice because this is so key because that's why you know, we leave a lot of putts short. We blow it past the hole so many times. There's no feel. It's just out the window. Right. And this could be actually really great. I've never tried this. Like, I, right when we're done here, I want to go You're over try here. Try it. Try it. Of course. Because you also, again, it will unveil so much about your, your game. If yep. you close your eyes and you just realize, like, you know, what does center face contact feel like? Mm -hmm. You know, there's a difference between like look and feel like we rely so much on our eyes, but we have these other senses. And if you can start to just like, this is what center face feels like. This is what solid contact feels like. Then you can start to feel like what doesn't, you know, not relying on your eyes with your eyes closed. Oh, what is a slightly out towards the toe feel like, Yeah, you know, and you start to get a real feel connection with your putter. You know, it, it's, it's an interesting thing. It's something you've got to kind of try to see, but you never know. There might be a few surprises in there the first time you try it and you realize, oh, you know, I'm actually 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing now I feel something that I didn't feel with when I was relying so much on my eyes. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you can consistently strike that, you know, that middle, that sweet spot of your putter with your eyes closed, it's a really good indication that your, your technique is sound. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that is that you're not necessarily with your eyes making a lot of like, uh, you know, almost subconscious readjustments and, and motions to try to like fix it so that you hit center face. Right. Mm-hmm. If you've got a nice, consistent, reliable putting stroke, you know, you can, you can do it with your eyes closed. You know, that's where it just becomes something that you can really rely on. Yeah. You can really count on, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then number four, here's where we are going to spend your money a little bit. Hopefully not too much, but it can be a wise idea to invest in a good quality mat. The good news is there are lots of mats out there. They're not too expensive. They'll last you forever if you take care of them. Um, but being guys who we get a lot of golf products sent to us, we know the difference between a mat that rolls true and then one that doesn't, Right. you know, and there are a few great ones out there. Um, one that I would highly suggest, uh, we've been using them for years, uh, put out, uh, it's one word P U T T O U T. Um, the cool thing with put out now is that they, they used to have just one mat and they just did it really well. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm always into that. Like find one thing and just do it really well. Mm-hmm. But they've, they've now expanded. They've been around for quite some time and now they've expanded basically just building off of that mat. And they've got a couple different variations, which is great because it fits different Spaces. Yeah, even that skinny one, talking about putting yeah. down a ruler, you know. Exactly. So they got a little skinny one. They've got a, a much bigger one with different putting targets. Mm-hmm. But I just like that it's it stays flat and it rolls true. Um, that can really help because it gives you that consistent surface. Yeah. You know, trying to putt on like a rug or something like that, it might not be necessarily a consistent surface. And it's like putting through the fringe. It can be a little bit yeah. difficult at times. Look at Cam. He's got a nice kitchen, huh? He does Cam have a nice kitchen. That is Cam <laughs> in, in the picture. Cam's here. We'll, one we'll of the guys from the Putt show. Out. Yep, from Putt Out. Good friend of ours. Good guy, great golfer. We had the opportunity to play. Our first links experience with yes, him. That's exactly. right. exactly. We got to witness firsthand how good of a golfer he is. Um, and, and what impressed me most, self-taught golfer. Self-taught. Self-taught. That course beat us up. That sure it is. But but, but again, what I like about like putt out, they've got those lines built in. So you whatever, and it's just a true rolling. So this way, when you get back out, you want something that as close as possible simulates what you're going to feel on the course. Mm -hmm. And some good mats will kind of like tell you like a stimp reader. Yes, exactly. So that that way you're not totally unfamiliar with the speed of the greens when you hit the real putting surface. I love that. And there's some of these mats out there that will also kind of make it fun. You can even do some things with the family. You can even make it fun. That's right. Um, you know, we, we've had ones where they're starting to incorporate games yes. into them, which we really like. But that 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 putting, just something that just rolls true will help. The, again, trying to make this, you know, for everybody, if, if, if that is out of your reach as far as buying one of those, you can still do things like that that second drill starting on a starting line. It really doesn't matter. It could be a carpet. There we're just worried about making that center face contact and starting it out straight. Same thing with that feel, with you know, closing your eyes. But... For certain applications, having a surface that rolls a little bit truer to what you see on the golf course is going to really help. Yeah. But that was a good segue mentioning what the last one is, finding a way to have a friendly putting competition. Yeah, right. I mean, make Friday nights a little bit better with the kids. You know, it's like put out a game. We played the Back to Basics one that just launched. We had some fun with that down in the Jersey Shore Tour. We set that thing up. We played. You could play a nine-hole match on it. 
that it comes with a book of all these different games and like that's what makes it fun and that's something that now they're not your wife's not gonna come upstairs and be like what are you doing in my living now everyone's having fun so right they had like i think skee-ball or something a variation of it on there and you're having fun and this goes back to a couple episodes ago we talked about some stuff you can do on on the putting surface when you're Mm -hmm. practicing and one was doing these games because not only does it make it fun it also starts to simulate pressure like there's putting and then there's putting under pressure right and we know it's two different animals and the one that you experience closer to on the golf course is the one under pressure right you know whether it's for playing for score playing for a friendly bet whatever it is so when you have you know a competition going now you made your putt i want to make mine you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so it could be you know you have your buddies over grab a couple beers you got the putting mat there and you do a friend little competition it could be with your kids maybe you're fortunate enough that your significant other shares the game with you and plays and yep. you can have a little putting competition but a lot of different ways to do it i mean you could simplify this as much as just putting a ball into a mug and seeing who can do it the mo- <laughs> most time right. but the, the friendly competition is going to do two things it's going to make it fun so you practice more but secondly it's going to introduce just a little bit of pressure into your practice mm-hmm. which you will pay dividends on when you get out and and Especially when you're course. standing over that three-footer for that birdie you want after hitting that tight approach shot that was so gorgeous. And instead of getting up there and ruining it yeah. with the two-putt, now maybe you'll nail more. Hey, it's you all know? about being comfortable and familiar with the pressure. That's it, That's man. what it comes That's down it. to. So those are our five uh, things that you guys can do. Hopefully you use those, whether it's the off-season, the evenings. It's just a way that you can be working on putting when you're home. If you have any of your own, if there's a drill, if there's a, a fun technique that you've used to practice your putting at home, let us know about it. I often see a lot of these on like social media, Instagram, something like that, quick putting drills at home. Love those. I always bookmark them, you mm-hmm. know? So if you've got any of your own, make sure you let us know. Drop them in the comments. Uh, also, if you're part of our new Clubhouse community on Leveler, throw it in there. Share it with the group. Love to see it. And if maybe, you know, it's a great thing on, on, on our new community. You can share quick videos. Take a video of yourself, you know, doing your some of your practice. I love that. Share it with us. We'd love to see it. Maybe we'll do some of our own. Yeah, you know? let's do it. So that's, that's, that's everything we have for you guys this week. And get to the show notes by going to golfisty.com slash episode 399. And we'll be back next week, the big four zero zero. Wow. And I checked the longest running sitcom with the most episodes, The Simpsons, 757. You think we'll beat them? <laughs> have they, have they, uh, I will even catch them. Have they stopped? I don't think they they've just stopped. Keep going, they just keep right? going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but all right. We'll hey, see. We've got a bar. We've we got do. a bar. We do. We're Simpsons. We're coming for you. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see everybody again next week.